Well, shit. Hey, what, what y'all, y'all doing? doing? <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Zero G Adventures podcast, episode number 34. As always, I'm Tim. I'm Chris. And I am Brian. And it is, as of this, December. The year of merrymaking. The month of merrymaking. The year. It's definitely not the year of merrymaking. No, this is the year of the dumpster fire part two. Yes, but it's... I'll give you December. December can be... December... Is the month of merrymaking. So, Christmas is upon us. Let's all actually, drink. officially, the Christmas season. Yep, so let's all Or holidays, <laughs> whatever you celebrate. Everybody drink up. I'll drink to that. Word. So, we welcome you back. Um, this episode, we are going to be talking about our recent trip to Kennywood Park's Holiday Lights. Uh, holiday festival that they do every single year for the past several years. Yeah. Um, as always... Follow us on our socials at Zero G Adventures. And if you have not seen already, we're now live on TikTok with different videos, roller coaster POVs, drinks of the week, abbreviated versions, um, and some different things just to kind of change it up and add some spice to your eggnog. We've officially joined the clock app, as they say. We are on the TikTok. Holiday merch. It's out now. Yes, it Go is. Go get some. It's there. Get it now so you have it in time for this Christmas. Yes. Exactly. Yes, buy it because shipping with UP USPS is very delayed. Yep. Um, we have men's tees. We have women's tees, Tina. And we also have hoodies. 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 They are unisex. They're good for everybody. They're good for he, she, we, they, it. Y'all. Everyone. They're for everyone. Eugene can wear one. Everyone. Eugene's a pug, just for... Yeah, just if you didn't know. Eugene's our little pug. So what do we always do every week? We drink. We drink. <laughs> drink of the week. This Started week... off with a drink of the week. Yeah. This week we did the Boozy Raspberry Hot Chocolate. It is... Very good. Very good. I mean... <laughs> it's hot chocolate <laughs> with Chambord in it, which gives it that adult raspberry flavor. Topped with whipped cream and chocolate syrup. It is amazing. The whole recipe can be found on our YouTube. Right? Yep. We also did an abbreviated one-minute version on TikTok. And the yeah, recipe... Tim, Tim will... wanted 30 seconds. That didn't happen. We did that on our TikTok. Yeah, we're learning as we go, folks. We're yes. learning as we Be go. nice with the TikTok. Don't be haters. Yeah. So the full video will be up on YouTube. Yep. The abbreviated version will be on TikTok. And the full recipe with instructions will be on our website, zerogadventures.com. It was easy to make. It's a yes. little bit timely because you do you have, have to, to heat yeah. the, the milk and stir the hot chocolate together. And it can be messy. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get a squirter. Especially so, if I'm pouring it. So just kind of. Ladles work better than measuring cups. Yes. I will tell you. <laughs> you bet... use what you got, Chris. So we use what we got. Best of 21 is coming, and yes. this is sure to please make with it, the yes. outtakes that will not make it into <laughs> yes. these actual scene videos. So, all right. So what do y'all we think all think. Drink? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's simple. It's not overly complicated. It's hot chocolate with a hint of raspberry. I usually don't care for, like, quote-unquote fake raspberry. Like, raspberry's not one of those flavors I'll go to. In this, it's amazing. It's just enough. It's not, like, overbearing or overpower. It's, like, the right blend of raspberry. It's yummy. It's very yummy. That's, yeah. Um, Yeah. It's really good. Definitely recommend 10 out of 10. Tell a friend. Yep. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And TikTok. And TikTok. 
thousand and we can go live and we can do drinks of the week live. Yes, that's our goal, people. We Ooh. need a thousand followers. Only, we, eight, it, only 922 to go. <laughs> you can be one of those 922. And then you get to see what we typically leave on the cutting room floor. Yes. Yes. So, all right. So, moving on. Park news. Park news. Kenny Wood, our topic of the week. Kangaroos returning due to popular Backlash. outrage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a survey in the in in the middle of the season that had like, if the kangaroo came back, would it get you to buy a season pass? That literally was one of the questions, and I answered absolutely <laughs> because. It's it's very exciting. It's coming back with a new retro theme, so they're updating the lighting for it. Um, the rumor is they're going to update the restraint system. I don't necessarily know how that's going to work. Well, it had kind of a... <laughs> they're going to put RMC restraints on it with no handles. <laughs> well, you, had, you have to admit, the old system they had was kind of janky. It was yeah. literally just a bar wrapped with foam they locked you down with. Yeah. But that makes the ride. Yes. Kind of like the Jackrabbit. Yeah. But with this company's track record, how much you want to bet over-the-shoulder restraints? <laughs> but I not the comfort collars. Them old-school, intimate, like, hard plastic no, bitches. They found the leftover ones from Steel Phantom, and they're, no, I think, they're just going to bolt those right onto I think, the finger. I think it is going to be a, a bar that comes over you, but like not shoulder, lift. like a ski lift. I think it's going to be ski lift, and it's you know what it's going to be like? It Knobles, the Cosmotron, the thing inside. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. going to be like that where it pulls over, but it ratchets down. It doesn't just have one position, which might actually make it more comfortable. Yes, and then every time you bounce on that thing, it's going to ratchet one more time. So by the time you get up, you can't breathe. It's going to slowly zip lock you into... That's all part of the experience. So that's the Kennywood news, which I think... I, personally, I think it's very exciting, and I think they're making a good move. I voted for the other theme. Oh, really? I like retro. I like the red one. Anyway. Walt Disney World, still a shit show. Yes. Mm. What did they do now? They stopped selling annual passes, except Florida residents. Yeah. Didn't they recently stop day tickets, too, for oh, certain days? Certain days are filled up for the holiday season. Not to be conspiratorial or cynical about this, I see this as a ploy. Disney doesn't really want your day guests. They want your full price staying on property, you know, buying tickets for the week price goers because that's get all your money. That's who they can get the most money mm -hmm. out of because your season pass holders aren't going to be the ones that say, oh, let's eat in the park. They're going to stop at McDonald's on the way there, enjoy the park and go. They want to capture as much money as <laughs> they can. And honestly, they're no longer even being subtle about nope. it. Nope. They're pretty much being right out in the open. Telling you how they feel. Fantasmic. That's coming back. This is great news. Yes. Fantasmic is coming back with a new segment. It is finally being updated, although I really wish they'd get a new dragon. That's another story. They are getting a new segment that features Frozen, Aladdin, and Moana. It's rumored that this is going to replace the outdated Pocahontas section. Oh. I'm excited. I'm just excited. That I could. Yes. Aladdin. Mm. Because they already have the Aladdin part in there. No. they have. Yeah, they no. have the snake. Oh, yeah, you're right. It does have the snake. Yeah, they have the snake. But I'm wondering maybe if that will that will get updated as well. Maybe that will be one of the, like, they'll update that to the carpet scene like Disneyland has. Hmm. Six Flags has named... Oh, you need help? Yes. Salim Basul is the new CEO replacing Michael Spano, who has only been there for two years and suddenly left the position. Salim said he wants to bring, this was very hard to read, he wants to bring the magic back to the parks. Clean garbage cans. Which, uh, it's been a long time since there's been quote-unquote magic in Six Flags, so yeah, we'll I, see. I really don't think of the Six Flags as brand as magical. Well, from dishwashers to roller coasters, have a Six Flags day. Well, that's yeah. the thing. He was previously, this is like a trend in the industry. 
He was previously the CEO of Middleby Corporation, a global manufacturer of industrial and high-end residential appliances. Let's put that guy in charge of one of the largest amusement park chains in the world. So, like you said, from dishwashers to roller coasters, have a Six Flags day. Well. Other news, and this is hot off the press. West Coast racers across the country. Yes. Um, The big news. Oh, wow. Why are guests climbing things? I'm literally just seeing this now. A guest was climbing the Mythos restaurant at Universal's Islands of Adventure. See, you started that article by guest climbing, but I wasn't expecting the end of the sentence for it to be universal. At this point, I'm so used to... Six years ago? Yes, absolutely. But now I'm just so used to these stories like fight breaks out at Living with the Land. I just expect to hear that... (laughs) Guest jumps out. Well, that did happen. No, that's what I mean. Yeah, that did happen. There was a fight. There's fights everywhere. Um, But the big Disney news is that Barbara Booza is now the president of Walt Disney Imagineering. This came all of a sudden. Bob Weiss is now going to be the consultant role people instead. Who, people who follow Imagineering are rather shocked by this. This is something. This came out of left field. I personally think it has something to do with the move they're trying to right. do and with she's Imagineering. New. She's only been with the company for less than two years. Like, And I, I'm just speculating Bob was trying to stop it. Yep. But yeah, guests keep climbing things. I, I'm trying to remember. I saw before a guest was climbing something else. Bob Chapek is Omicron. Yep. And as of 37 <laughs> minutes ago, the latest. Fight. <laughs> you guys know the uh, Festival of Fantasy parades returning to the Magic Kingdom, which is I'm not usually a daytime parade person, but isn't that the Kennywood thing? No. Festival of Fantasy is yeah. Fall Can Fantasy I... is Kennywood. You're thinking Fall Fantasy. Uh-oh. But no, Festival Fantasy is the one with like, like fucking fantasies. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I never a nut. Here's the thing. It's going to return without the Maleficent dragon float. Well, that's because the bitch catches on fire all but the time. But that's like the star of the parade. Yeah, because people are like, is it going to explode? Fire! 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 <laughs> it's the same reason a large portion of people watch hockey. It's not for the sport. <laughs> no. But so the dra- the rumor is now that the Give dragon us, float is, is not going to come back, and that most of the dancers in the show are also not coming back. So it's going to be a cut down, big shocker experience. Thank you, Bob Cheapass. You can go away now. We're we're never going to get those media passes from the Disney. Company. I don't want. Them. I don't want them. It's like Anywood. Yes, let's talk about our topic. So last weekend, we had the pleasure on Sunday of spending an evening at Kennywood for their opening weekend of their Holiday Lights event. Um, we got tickets online. They were $15. Yeah, they're priced mm-hmm. by the day. So if you look at the calendar, the price is different depending what day you're going. Mm-hmm. But um, I would highly suggest buying online. Yes. It's going to be your best bet for the best because price. Because at the gate, it's like 30 to $35. So we went. It was kind of a chilly evening well, it, it was like rained. in the 40s like and it, it was raining day so yeah, it was still trickling when we came in there was probably what maybe five to seven hundred fifty people i don't even think that many yep i i i don't think they got more than probably 300 people to be honest with you it was a very very dead day the, the fact that they actually closed early they were supposed to stay up until 10 about an hour into our day they announced that the park's closing at 8 30 and we got there five but all in all, um, I know we kind of split after eating. I mean, we split a pro. So the, the couple highlights that Kennywood has, I will say that Kennywood does it different than a lot of a lot of parks do. Um, and it's gotten a lot better since the first year they did it, for sure. Um, they have a really cool indoor miniature train display. Mm-hmm. It's a great place. It's in their mm-hmm. Penny Arcade building. It's warm. There's heat. It's dry. Um, it's the whole building. I mean, I was really surprised by how big, actually, the, the display is with the cool. Mm-hmm. We'll post some pictures of it on the website. We haven't done that in a while. Nope. We'll post some pictures of our trip. Um, but they have that. They have a couple of rides open. They're supposed to have the, what is it, Train Express or whatever. 
Gingerbread Express. Isn't that the name of it? We'll go with that. The I Thomas the Train. The Thomas the Train that plays... Holiday Over Life. That plays Here Comes Susie Snowflake three million times. Well, it used to. I don't know what it played this yeah, year. we don't know because it was closed. Yes. Because of weather. The train can't operate when it goes below 40 now. Which, I don't know whether or not I... So, it's Pittsburgh. Right. And you're like signature attraction is the train that can't run in less than 40 but it degrees. operated in the years past it, it was did. much colder than 40 well that's because thomas he likes to get boozy on some hot chocolate and he'd be jumping the tracks well right. it, he used to a lot no, one <laughs> turn mm-hmm. <laughs> the very all right turn. everybody lean to your right. right so we don't tip <laughs> so they have that but they also kind of do a redo of their ghost with a state ride this year was the first year they actually had a roller coaster open, which was very exciting. They had the Jackrabbit open, which was fun. I'm trying to think what else they had. Noah's Ark was open. Yeah, Noah's Ark mm-hmm. was kind of rethemed, but Ish. it was an overlay. Yeah, it wasn't really rethemed. I, I draw they a distinction between those. It two was things. like Martha May Huvier when she came out with her light gun and the Grinch, and she just like shot lights yeah. all over everything. That was basically it. And pretty much, yeah. That's a pretty good well, description well, of it. The the alligators looked good. That that section with those. They had some Santa good. hats on. You know, the monkeys yeah. mm-hmm. had Santa hats on. I mean, I was happy it was open. I'm happy the shaker floors are working again. I I, I actually enjoyed getting to go through Noah's Ark. Um, you know, where Kennywood falls flat with their event is their lack of entertainment. All these other parks have so many shows, indoor places you can go to warm up. And um, Kennywood had some choirs, and they have a band that walks around. That's pretty much yeah. all they had. I mean, Dollywood had like 13 shows. Like, it, it, it's just, you need to give people things to do there other than ride rides if you're going to try to market it as a family holiday event. You know, I, I, I'll pay devil's advocate, and I'm not the huge Kennywood fan, but I think they're doing with what they got. To a degree, yes, but there's once you go to Kings Island, you'll see what. The well, there's a big difference in budgeting and all that shit with Kings Island and the Cedar Fair parks and Dollywood. There's a big like that's like Actually, one of their Palace, staples. Palace has as much money as Hirschland. Yeah, but they're not but giving it. I'm just it. saying, Hirschland and Palace. Hershland's actually a smaller company. Yeah. Yeah. Than Palace. But Palace is basically run by somebody, well, that's probably in the Chapek family. Mm. They're not putting the money into the event that they should be. Like when you look at the zoo, the Pittsburgh yeah, yeah. Zoo and Phipps Conservatory mm-hmm. and all that, like they put the money into that to yes. draw the people there. Kenny was like, well, we can extend our season if we just string up some lights and open a few rides and call it a day. And I'd be fine with that if the actual gate price was 15 bucks. Yeah. The the normal gate price being 30 to $35 for what you get. Yeah. That bothers me. And the thing that also bothers me is when you get to the front gate, the very first thing you see is half the garland not working. Like, it's your opening weekend. Like, I could see if it was near the end of the event, things start to not work correctly. I could see But, that, like, yeah. your opening weekend, come on. Get the lights at your entrance. True. You know, and I'm not expecting a full retheme of the park, but there's a lot you could do with lights, and they don't do it. Mm-hmm. I felt in previous years that I went that it was more decorated. Their tree is nice. It's yeah. over yes, by the Golden the, Nugget or yeah, Golden Dipper or whatever. Well the tallest tree in the state of Pennsylvania is really nice. Yes, it it is very nice. But they're <laughs> and, yeah, and, like and then yeah. I I don't want I don't feel like bashing it too hard, but it, it it's lacking. It's one of the lesser of the Christmas events you could do, honestly. In the list of what you listed, I it, next year I'd be more interested in the zoo or Phipps. Mm-hmm. After, if maybe this was an off year for Kennywood Lights, I'm hoping, probably not. But if this is where they're going to be, just like you said, Brian, I think they were better in previous years. Mm-hmm. If, if this is where they're going to run, I would be more interested in Phipps or the zoo. 
for the general public and the people that are not huge on amusement parks and things like that, they think it is something different to do. I, I so like for somebody like Kelly, my father-in-law, and all that, mm-hmm. that that are not huge on amusement parks and events and things like that, it's something to do in Pittsburgh because. In the wintertime in Pittsburgh, basically oh. everything shuts down. I will. So. I, I agree with you there. If you get your tickets online at the $15 price point, it's a lovely evening to walk around the park. The park still looks nice. The lights that are up do look good. And it's awesome to get to ride the carousel. And there's a lot of family rides open. I think they have, what, like half Kittyland was open? All of it. All of it? Yeah. So if but you have Thomastown we... was only half. I know they didn't have everything open. Other than the train and the drop, the little drop tower, mm-hmm. everything else was open. Oh, I wow. don't think the, wa- yeah. the the water cannon ride was Actually, yeah, it was open. Really? Yeah. yeah, it was open. Yeah, it we just wasn't spraying water. Okay, it wasn't spraying water. But yeah, we whenever after we ate and we, you know, Kinda you guys went ways. that way and we went this way. Um, we went through Kitty Land. We rode everything in Kitty Land. Well, you guys didn't. Your son did. <laughs> no, I <laughs> rode a bit. Oh, did you? But yeah, I mean, he rode more. <laughs> But, you know, I wrote some things with them. Um, we watched, they had an ice sculpture guy over by oh, the scale curve. They did have, we a, watched that. They did have a ice sculpture guy. We did that. Um, I got to ride the Jackrabbit again. Yeah, we and, rode that again too. And it was a Zen ride. I was the only one on the train in the end. The, the last seat, it was just me. And the guys in the stand, oh, you it's Zen ride. Oh, yeah, are you ready to go? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> They're like, he's ready to ride. They were great. They were great. Um, props to the, the Jackrabbit crew at Kennywood. I will yeah. give them lots of props. Yeah. That was nice. I mean, of all the rides to get a Zen ride on, I don't know if the Jackrabbit was my number one, but I'll take what it I can get. It was open. It was open, and I'll take what I can get. So, um, yeah. I think the, the breakdown is if you're going for thrills, it's not a night to go. Oh. You're going with a group. Or a family with kids, it's good. But again, I stress again, get your tickets online, get it for the 15 bucks. Well, they're not all. This was the only day that was 15 Or at least cheaper. They're still than, cheaper. It's still cheaper. Cheaper than gate. I don't... And I get can, all of your group's tickets at one time because the processing fee is larger for a single transaction. If you combine them, you don't feel like you're getting so ripped off on the yeah. processing fee. I... I think it would be a little bit more, quote unquote, magical if there was snow on the ground and it was snowing or something like that. Not like just the whole winter atmosphere of it mm-hmm. might be better. I mean, all in all, I we did everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically, I mean, I don't know if you guys were. The only things we didn't do, we didn't do the pirate ship and we didn't do the bumper cars. Yeah, we didn't either. But, but again, I, I, I still had an enjoyable evening. I think it was worth what oh, I paid yeah. to get it in. Nice I, to I, get don't want, to I don't want it to seem like I'm bashing it too hard. What I'm really saying is there is room for improvement, and it could be a really great thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, the thing Absolutely. that's nice this year is that they have the cafeteria open, mm-hmm. so you had a nice indoor dining space. Um, but the one thing, and we'll talk about it when we do the review shortly, like no special food. Like, there was no, like... The holiday dinner. But there wasn't, like, a gingerbread funnel cake. Like, they didn't have... They didn't have overlays on their regular food items to make them different. You know? hmm True. True. So, like we've done in the past with our park trips, we always do a rating of our physical Review. yes. reviews. Um, we're going to start doing this with our holiday trips. This was our first holiday trip. Yep. We have a couple more plant well brian you did go on one that we're going to do but next, we're going to talk next week about it. we'll talk about that next excuse week. me and we're going to king's island soon yep. you guys are going to bush garden soon so um yeah we're gonna we're gonna do some reviews on the holiday events so uh la, 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 let's get started are you ready to oh no, let's get ready get ready to rumble that's a copyrighted phrase don't get us sued well, I'm ready think- Fight! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we look at this in multiple categories, and each of us rank it out of a maximum score of 10. So here we go. First category, rides and attractions. This is the variety and quality of the scheduled rides, roller coasters, and attractions. I'll give it a 7. 
what could be open was open other than the train. The train was the big disappointment. However, I traveled with a five-year-old. So all of Kittyland, other than the train and the little drop tower, that was all open. So he had a glorious time riding all the rides. Mm -hmm. Got to ride the Jackrabbit, rode the Carousel, rode Noah's Ark, rode Ghostwood. Pirate Ship was open and Baron Curve was open. Baron Curve isn't there anymore. Not the Baron Curve. Bumper cars. <laughs> yes, bumper cars. The I was only saying, if the thing Baron Curve was open, I would have ridden it. Trust me. The only thing that I wish could have been open, was and the I know there's the only other thing that I <laughs> wish could be open that wasn't because of logistics, and I get it, but the old mill. Yeah. With a holiday overlay of the new old mill. Yeah, that would have been fun. But just get a heater, water heater. Heat the water. Heat the water. But Galice would be all over that sponsorship. Yep. But I will I will give it a seven just because I was happy with what was there. Yep. I take a slightly more pessimistic view on this. Big I, shocker. Yeah, well, if you were listening to the first half of this podcast. <laughs> Wait a um, minute. I got an idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> part of my problem is there could be more that could be open. and. The problem there is they close off an entire land of the park that is full of rides that could be open. They don't do anything with Lost Kennywood. And I think that would look great covered in Christmas lights. And the buildings already have the lights on yes. them, so you don't even have to like add much to it. But most of the attractions in that area could run at colder temperatures. Yeah. So Except for a Black Widow, because that would definitely get a stanky leg in a cold temperature. Yeah, that... So I can it's not a bad four, it's like a four with room for great it's a strong four. Yes, there's room for improvement and there's things they could do, and you're gonna hear me say this phrase quite a few times during this review. Because I think they have good bones, but more could have been open. I give it a five. The reason I give it a five, we're looking at the variety and quality of scheduled rides, roller coasters, and attractions. You know, you're a winter event. It's going to be cold. You should have stuff open that's undercover. Like, instead of opening the pirate ship, maybe have the Music Express open. If it's raining or snowing, that's a better option. Have the Exterminator open. You know, that is a great thrill ride that could be open. If, the, if it's too cold for the Jackrabbit to run, you know, you have you have an option. I'd almost rather them close another section of the park and open Lost Kennywood just to get put a roof on the whip and you can have that open too. You know, like well you see how well that worked. Yeah. But that's why I give it a five because what they do have open is well done. But you know a little bit more, I think, especially if it gets busy. I I just try to have more of the rides that are covered open. Next category. Holiday overlay attractions. This is the variety and quality of the holiday overlay on attractions or special seasonal attractions like the train as well. You're up, Tim. I give it a three. Okay. It's not a strong three. <laughs> it's a weak three. It's a weak three. I, as 30%. Far, as far as their overlay of their attractions... It's kind of like the Walmart special, and they bought everything that was in the cardboard box for $9.99 a piece. Their train, they had everything lit on the train, and it's the same decoration the entire way down the straightaway. It's gingerbread. They don't move. They're just lit, and then they have lollipops. Mm -hmm. Their lights, yeah, they go up on the trees, and they spiral around the branches, but they go up 26% of the tree. The, no, we're just looking at attractions. We're not looking at park decorations. Oh, we're oh this, this is a whole other category. This okay. is, that's a whole other category. Right. This is literally... So I will still stay with a strong three. The only thing that, that I remember that was... Well, Noah's Ark, yeah, they kind of griswolded it out. Right. But Ghostwood, they kind of threw skeleton hats on things. and or You mean Santa hats? Santa hats on skeletons, and that was kind of... I redid the pre-show a little bit. 
whole whole new pre-show yeah. made little well, sense. It, it was not no new. Sense, yeah. It's been there. For I mean, years. Compa- no, compared to what they know, it's new from. It's not the normal. Yeah, yeah. Pre-show. Yeah, I was happy that they brought that back because we when we went in the summer they did not have it at all. Mm. You just walk right through and went up on the on yeah. the right, which was nice, but. Yeah, there was so much they could do with their holiday attractions, and they yeah. just kind of. I mean, the train, the train display is cool. That's why I rank it higher than you do. I will tell you shortly, but yeah, um, I, I'm with you. I give it a four, and it's not the strong four as last time. It's a weak four because, like Tim said, it feels like they went to Walmart, they bought a box of Santa hats, and anything with a head got a hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now, am I expecting like the haunted mansion? Nightmare Before Christmas? No, I'm not. But some effort? Eh. Maybe calling in Scarehouse to do some of your Halloween or holiday props. Yeah. Or, I mean, I know they're a Halloween thing, but they but are prop makers. That that skill is transferable. You can build anything out of styrofoam. It just doesn't have to be tombstones. That's true. Yeah, instead of just going to Home Depot or Walmart. The day after Christmas last year for everything for the upcoming. But anyway. So I give it a five. The reason why I give it a five is they do change the light bulbs on the carousel. They do, yeah, it's red, white, red and green and white. They put garland. Well, yeah, because the they had they had orange and green for Halloween, so they take out the orange and they replace it with a red. But I'm just saying, changing light bulbs on on a ride like that oh, it, the same to me. It, it shows a different. Like I like that they did that. I like that. Like they put garland or the things that they did do fit. They just need to do more mm-hmm. in terms of the ride overlays. Um, well, I mean, did they put uh, around the gates on the rides on Kitty Land? Yeah, they did put garland up mm-hmm. and they left the tags on that said like Whirlwind 12, That's Whirlwind so 11 and 12. Yeah. But they didn't like put any lights or anything with it. It was just garland. Yeah. I mean, it's that kind of stuff. They they did what was needed to get by. So it makes me hope that this was like a building year because, like I said, there's good bones there. Like what they've started with could be really good, but if this is where they stop, meh. So yeah, a five for me. Next, queue lines. What are the queue lines like? Do they have shade structures, roofs, fans, heaters, music, landscaping, trees? Big old five. Yeah, I, I believe I speak for everybody when they just get a mediocre five. They are Kenny Woods lines. They're not great. They're not awful. They just are. Yeah. And there's really no difference whether there's twinkle lights around them or not. I mean, I don't remember any twinkle lights around any ride. No. It was the line. Yeah. It was the line that you would get on July 17th. Yep. Yeah. Eh. Fives all around. So next, operations, capacity, and safety. Oh, my favorite, my favorite category, right? What were the operations like in the park? Was it easy to get in through security? Was it well organized? Were all of the scheduled park attractions open? How quickly did roller coaster and ride crews dispatch rides? Were the music and TVs in the park working correctly? Did you feel safe on the rides? And were the employees enforcing the safety rules? I'll give it a five. I mean, the only reason is because I physically walked on to everything. Oh, yeah. And that, and the only reason I'm giving it a five is because it was dead. You know, my, mine is another strong four. I think it was kind of mediocre. I will call out the Jackrabbit crew was great. They were enjoying their evening. Mm-hmm. Do you got a, Do you got an employee's thing here? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. We will mention them again. Yeah. Um. Talk about that. But I, I, yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of yes. The train was closed, and and they closed the park early, and blah 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 blah. I mean, there was literally you said three hundred, I said five hundred. There were and not many people there. Trust no, me. It was there was everything was a walk on. The yeah. only thing we waited for was probably seven minutes for Ghostwood. Yeah, we waited the steps at Ghostwood. Yeah, that's pretty much what we waited. Um. Which it was really funny because the only reason why that line moved that slow it wasn't even the the park employees' fault. 
it was so cold that the lap bars were hard to get down on the cars, and they literally had to like push them down with force just to get get them to move. Um, I also gave operations capacity and safety a four. Um, I mean, it was raining. They could have opened the gates a little bit right before opening time, like yeah. given people maybe ten minutes to to get in the park. You know, like you know, it. it I give it a four. Like it just dispatches were good, lines were good. They removed people. Everything was good. It just it felt like it could have been done better. Oh, next. What do we like to talk about? Food! Variety and quality of the park food, including any specialty food for the holiday event. Four. Four. Are you giving it a four, too? <clears throat> I'll give it a four because, well, the food that I did see, it was the Tim the Ride Guy special. Chicken tenders and fries. Yeah, I all saw that. Day. I was like, oh, Tim's happy. And fries. However, they did have the holiday dinner, which was basically a Thanksgiving dinner. Turkey, green beans, rolls, stuffing, mashed potatoes, gravy, all that. Cranberry sauce. The cranberry sauce was not cranberry sauce. No, it was disgusting. It was like that cranberry chutney kind of thing with large amounts of lemon. It was, it was like the chum that people throw from boats to attract sharks. That's the consistency. Yes. That was not good, um, but I mean, for a, like a quote unquote Thanksgiving dinner at Kennywood, it wasn't bad. The turkey was a little processed, and it was a little like, oh, it came out of a can. Oh, turkey, turkey, but you got but a decent amount of food for the price. You got a decent amount of food for the fifteen ninety nine. Oh, it was whatever like it was twelve ninety nine. Yeah, it was uh, actually really well, with shit. tax. It was like thirteen. Yeah, when yeah. you had the drink. Oh well, yeah, there was three of us. And it was like 58 bucks, and we all got the same thing. So it wasn't bad, but there wasn't, like you said, there wasn't anything. No. But, again, that was the one seasonal kind of offering. There wasn't anything special. There wasn't anything unique in any of the mm -hmm. stands, really. Um, they had hot chocolate. And the thing is, they have all those booths mm -hmm. that are going around the lagoon that they could have done specialty yeah. stuff and not... Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, it's not like they don't know how to do it. They did a festival this year. I mean... Obviously, right. they're going to keep those booths. Right. So, Chris, what did you give it? I gave it a four, too. Um, again, the, the, the Thanksgiving slash Christmas dinner was good, but that was really the only offering. Half of our group got potato patch fries, and by and large, I don't even think they were that thrilled with them. Mm -hmm. In fact, I think the better value was the dinner, not the fries. I got pasta. I got... I got an Alfredo dish that was it, yeah. was, it was good. Like for the price, it was a good, I felt better getting that than if I would have got potato patch mm -hmm. fries. I mean, I paid less. Yeah. Well, I think I, my, at least my problem, and I think Brian's problem as well, there was nothing really interesting food wise. Mm -hmm. It was the same other food you could get any other day of the scheduled year at the park. Yeah. Other than the hot chocolate, which honestly wasn't priced all that well. No, it was $6. And if you wanted the mug, I think the mug was what fifteen. Fifteen with two dollar refills. Yeah, yeah, like it. No, 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 and it was literally hot chocolate from the machine. Like it wasn't like oh, gourmet. This, this or... was industrial Swiss Miss. Yeah, like it. It wasn't that special. Not the knock Swiss Miss. It's but like if I'm paying fifteen bucks for a mug and then two bucks for refills. I'm sorry, those mugs are not worth $15. No. You are not Starbucks. No. Oh, those aren't even worth $15. No. So I but. also gave them a four. And the big four is more the variety. The quality of the food was pretty good. It's just you didn't have enough. Like, there wasn't, like, mm. you know, I go to... I mean, you have a funnel cake stand. Sprinkle some crushed peppermint on do this. Do something to do make it something. different. Do something to make it special. Like, there was no... Other than that turkey dinner, which I think they even have turkey in the cafeteria all year yeah. anyway. There was nothing, I mean, like... 
I mean, put two Oreos on a stick, deep fry them, and call it a snowman. You don't have to be the. It right. doesn't have to be this difficult. Dude, I mean, I I hate to say this. Take something from Disney, gimmick it so people buy it because it's different. Yeah. Seriously. So I, I'm sorry. I it's a four for me. Word. Seating areas. This is where. No. Uh, how were the food seating areas? Was there shade? Was there heating? Were there enough seats? Protection from the weather? Ugh. Go ahead, Tim. Two. Yeah. The uh, I mean, this is low. This is very low. The reason I'm going to say, yes, we went and there was nobody there. We had no problems in the cafeteria. When it's a busy day, you got problems finding seats in that cafeteria yeah. when it's busy. Yeah, they literally only had two... Places open with indoor heated seating. The cafeteria and the overpriced, horrible Johnny Rockets. Yes. Which the Johnny Rockets is a franchise Johnny Rockets, but only has a quarter of the menu. And it's not Cedar even... Point has the full menu. Right. They have Cedar Point's is a sit-down. Kennywood's now you order at the counter, get your food at the counter like fast food, and take it to your seat. It's not even full service anymore. Right. Um outside, there is a lot of seating. There's a lot of seating in that park outside. However, it's not covered. It's not covered. And I did not see any of the portable propane heaters. Nope. They had two of them by the funnel cake place because we sat under one. But that 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 ties into what I was going to say about the seating. I give it a three because we went to a park on a rainy day, but it stopped raining. I did not see one park employee out there wiping down anything. Every bench, every table was still soaked. Mm -hmm. So when we got funnel cakes and we wanted to sit as a group, um, Dustin, Joe, and I all grabbed napkins by the ton and wiped down uh, two tables. Right. So that we had somewhere to sit that was dry. But if it would have been raining at that point, I wouldn't probably even have bought a funnel cake yeah. because there would have been nowhere to sit. Mm -hmm. Like other parks put heated tents up. Like, they do something so people have somewhere to stay dry and somewhere. I also give it a three because, yes, it's great that the cafeteria and Johnny Rockets were open with heat to give people somewhere to go. But the whole potato patch area, nothing. They could have put a tent over that middle structure, yeah. had people put a tent over on the side. Even if they didn't pull a Bush Gardens or Dollywood and heat it, even if they would have just had the tent. Some sort of covering. To stop the snow or the rain. You know, it was seating areas for this, a big fail. Big fail. Especially when you have to wipe them down yourself. Yeah, at least have people going around wiping them off or, well, or something. Well, they were closing a park early. They sent half their staff home. Probably. <sighs> All right, so the next category would be entertainment. The variety and quality of the shows and entertainment, including indoor theaters to warm up. <laughs> Go ahead, Tim. Three. Three. The strolling band and the Three. choirs. The strolling band, choirs, and the ice, the creepy ice carver. He's kind of creepy. He was kind of creepy because he was telling the children to come closer and he would show, shoot snow cones in their mouth and yeah. he would like run the blade and, it, and all the kids were there like. Underneath of them, it was kind of weird. Were they even doing the 3D Polar Express in the movie theater? No, no. they weren't doing anything. No, that they, theater is still closed because of COVID. Okay. I mean, that would have been a nice indoor attraction. Yeah, that's why I was asking. But, but yeah, they what entertainment? Yeah, there wasn't. And because of the weather, they didn't even have the choirs or the show at the Garden City. Because, again, it's not a covered theater. Cold bleachers out in the thing, you know. The strolling band was like nice because band. I think they were... From a nonprofit, something mm -hmm. like the Lions Club yeah. or something like that, which was nice. They they had some strolling characters when we were waiting. Yeah. Oh yeah, they had the characters from... by the old mill. And um, what else? And they had like an elf, and Mrs. Claus was walking around the park together. I mean, they had some, and they looked like they were enjoying themselves. And the strolling band was having fun, but it's just yeah. For me, when you a week before, I'm sorry, not even a week, a couple days before I go to Dollywood, and you have that kind of experience, and then you go to nothing, it's just really hard. 
I think the whole character thing, it would have been better had they, well, they did start to come out, but I think the characters lost a lot of appeal whenever they lost Mitzi Marsh from Oh, <laughs> Just saying it. In the Kenny Kangaroo. <laughs> Just saying it. All right. If you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. Threes all around. All right. Park atmosphere, landscaping, and cleanliness. How nice was the park atmosphere? Trees, Christmas displays, flowers, landscaping, music playing in the park. Um, were there burnt out light bulbs or sections of Christmas lights? Were the midways clean? Were the buildings painted fresh? Smooth midways. How clean was the park, including ride vehicles, queue lines, and the food seating areas? I give a six. It was I. It was a strong I, almost to good. Um, there was music. Mm -hmm. There weren't flowers because it's well winter, right? Yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, it was clean. You, yeah. I mean, it, they did have up between the kangaroo. That section's nice. With the little cardboard yes. or the plywood cutouts and all that yes. stuff, like that mm -hmm. was done nice. I mean, the trees, yeah, they they were nice. They did a lot of them, but they were all kind of the same. It wasn't. I felt this year they didn't go up as high on the trees, or there weren't as many trees. I don't like the stagnant light. I remember like a couple years ago, like they had the icicle lights hanging yes, off the branches, yes. and it looked there really was some cool. Motion. There was like yeah, the kind of fake Fremont Street net yeah. light that goes across. Oh, I do like the tunnel. Like the tunnel was cool. Walking through the light tunnel. Like the main okay. midway that goes past the Grand or the, the fake Fremont is what you were, yeah, talking, about. You were talking about. Oh, okay. You have two different views on that, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I thought Ten. it was kind of like chintzy. But I mean, it's cool if they had something that did motion and was neat. I mean, okay. again, it wasn't all. It's, it's okay that you're wrong, but um, <laughs> no, no, I thought I thought it was chintzy. Yes, it was different. It moved. It was lights, but I've seen better. Yeah, Chris. I give it a six as well. Um, the park in general looks better than what it's done in previous years because the management has done some painting and cleanup. But, again, there could be more done. They did have some nice displays, but there were some patches where the, the lights were already out mm -hmm. or not working. Biggest example, they have a synchronized light show around the lagoon. Uh -huh. And something was glitching out for like the first hour we were there. Any time heavy bass hit any point, even mediocre bass hit in the song, it was like a record scratch across vinyl, and the entire thing like the lights were like strobing, like screeched out. I don't know if it was a hard reset happening by default, or somebody in the booth was like, "Nope, start it again." But I yeah, I also give it a six. Six is all around. It was nice. It was a definite improvement over past years in the park in terms of how clean and freshly painted everything was. Oh, I agree with you there. Um, again, I expected a little more for Christmas displays and Christmas lights. So, six. Again, I, I, as we were saying before, because Tim and I have done it numerous times in previous years, I do think they've cut back on some things and it's a little noticeable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Next, employees. Well, honestly, I think this is a category that is one of the most important ones that a lot of people don't think about it because it really is the park employees that make the day what it is. Um, so we look at those employees. Were they efficient? Were they friendly? Did they seem happy or did it feel like you were disturbing them by being there? Um, did they go out of their way to make your day feel special? I'm going to give it an eight. And I'm going to give it an eight. Because of the Jackrabbit crew? <laughs> no. Really? Solely because of the Kitty Land crew. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. We, we then really Kitty didn't... Land crews, they were so happy to be there. And they weren't happy to be there because it was cold and it was rainy and it was miserable. And you're in Kitty Land. But you did not know that. Mm -hmm. there, was a, there was a guy that worked the little kitty swings, the whirlwind, yep. whatever. And he, like, talked to Aiden, and he's like, oh, I like your jacket, bro. What you got on there? Some dinosaur. What's your favorite dinosaur? And Aiden's like, that one. <laughs> he's like, oh, that's the Brachiosaurus. And Aiden's like, yeah, that's no, That's awesome. That kind yeah, of but interaction. But, like, it was, like, in, like, when the ride was going, he was like, all right, guys, flap your arms. You're going to fly. Like, <laughs> it, it was just, like, 
he was one. The crew, the Jackrabbit, was they awesome. Um, you know, but everybody in Kitty Land, everybody was very nice and very happy to be there. The people in the cafeteria, they were kind of like cafeteria workers. Mm -hmm. They weren't. Meanwhile, you would expect them to be happier inside in the heat. You're not out in the cold. They it's were not kind of the more drab employees. Yeah, but, but it almost seemed like this was their first day. Yeah, it did seem like a lot. And they weren't quite sure what exactly they were supposed to be doing. Yeah. Like, and I can give it. I mean, and they were actually well staffed, and the park was dead. So that's yeah. kind of one of the situations you're like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, <laughs> there's nobody here. But overall, I was very happy with the employees. Eight. Yep. I give them a seven. Pretty much the same reason Tim did. And I give them a seven, and that is high for Kennywood employees for me. I think I, in our reviews of the regular season, I think I butchered them pretty much. <laughs> um, no seven. Um, uh, mostly, I do have to give a shout out to the Jackrabbit crew. I mean, they were fun, even though there was no one that like they, like Tim, when you were the only one on the train. <laughs> you go, like, you ready to ride? Yeah, like, it, yeah. <laughs> they were having fun, but they were also professional and they yeah. were doing everything right. They were doing everything they needed to do. They were efficient. Yeah, it was funny. They kept saying, "Let's try not to stack." Like they literally, mm -hmm. they were great. But no, and in general, the employees were really nice. So seven, which again is pretty good for Kennywood. Restrooms. How were the majority of the restrooms in the park? Were they clean? Were there enough stalls? Did they have automatic sinks and dry features? Were they heated? Was there hot water? Was there music? I'm going just gonna give it a five because they weren't memorable to me. <laughs> they weren't Magnum. No. But they weren't. Well, Joe said, Impulse. Joe said they had hot yeah. water now, which is an improvement for Kennywood. Some of those restrooms didn't used to have hot water. And again, that's why I gave them a five, because Kennywood bathrooms are a Kennywood bathroom, whether you put tinsel on them or not. I mean, I used... Actually, no, that's the only one that I used the entire time we were there. What I will say no, is... No, I used the one back by Steel Curtain. But it, it wasn't Magnum and it wasn't Impulse. What I will say is, I didn't mind it as much. It was a colder evening. Colder temperatures are good. They don't smell as bad. If you've gone into a Kennywood bathroom in the Especially of, the one across from the old mill. The height of the summer. That's a special experience you'll never forget. No, I did not. Because I did not venture towards the Grand Prix. They put in a brand new bathroom next to the Grand Prix. I don't know what that bathroom's like. We might have to check that out. But I will say... It might be. It might be. It might be. Well, we got our weekend plans. Yeah. It might be an impulse from Canoval's bathroom. You never know. Or it might be two porta-potties in a garden shed. So It's decaying. It's not going to be impulse. I also give it a, I give it a six. I give them a six just because I was so happy that the last time I was there for Holiday Lights, they only had one bathroom open in the park because it was the only bathroom that had heat. What I will say is the bathroom by Ghostwood is the most festive bathroom I've ever seen in my life. It is actually probably the most decorated building in the entire park, and it's a bathroom. In fact, I will be posting a picture of this thing online. It's almost glorious in and of itself. And the last category, which to me, this is what... The average general public, this is what they're looking at when they go to an amusement park, and that is the park value. What was the value of this park when it came to what you paid for versus what you got? This includes admission, parking, food, gifts, etc. I'll give it a seven. I paid $15. I got free parking. I got to do everything in the park except for two rides that we didn't want to do. We could have. But we didn't um, saw all of the entertainment. Eight for fifty-six dollars for three and a half of us. Visited with Santa. Visited with Santa. Got a picture. Wait, let me back that up. Oh. I'm gonna change this to a six. The only reason I'm gonna change it to a six is because of the picture of Santa. I forgot about that. So they charge twenty-five dollars for a six by eight, which is an odd-sized picture. Ooh. And then you get three wallets of the same picture. And the picture is incredibly skewed. I'll show you when we go upstairs. It's incredibly skewed, and it's not... Mm -mm. So the picture that you took yourself looks better. Oh, than... yeah. Absolutely. Okay. But um, overall, 
for $15 and then let's say $15 for food. I thought it was a great value for, you know, four hours out in a Pittsburgh winter night. Mm -hmm. um, plus at the end, they gave us tickets to come back because yep, they did close they early. early. So we got a tickets good for any other day. That it was like open. our Hershey trip. It was like a preview day. Like, we started the season <laughs> with that day. and we're in the season. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I probably won't go back this year just because you did everything. We did everything. If you go back and it's busy, you're going to be like, oh, there was no line last time. Like, but I'd be like, well, it was free, so I can't complain. But we got other things to do, so. Yeah. Uh, I, I give it a seven only because we paid the online price, the 15 bucks. For 15 bucks, I think it was a great evening just to go out and really stroll the park with decent weather. One of the Because it did clear up. One of the things that did help us, it had rained earlier, so people didn't think about going. And wasn't there a football game that yeah, night as well? Game. Yeah, yeah. Stiller game. So a lot of in a lot of the park, it almost felt like we had it to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So for that alone, that that alignment of stars made it worth the value of the ticket. Like it wasn't a bad evening. The one pet peeve that I forgot to talk about earlier, but I'll talk about now is the is it pay parking or is it free parking? I forgot that for the Halloween season and the Christmas season, you get free. There's no paid parking. Mm -hmm. That is a free lot, but they didn't change any of the signs. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know that we could park that close to the gate. I, they didn't need to change those signs. So, but for park value, I gave it a six. The reason why I gave it a six is, well, again, $6 for a hot chocolate. Uh, no, uh, 10 to $11 for potato patch fries. Um, uh, no value of admission for what we paid was great. That's what kicked mine. The free parking seven. was great. But in terms of your food, you know, the other thing that's funny, we don't talk about, which I don't know if we need to add a category for next year or not, but we don't have a category for merch. We might have to add a category for merch. If we had a category for merch, Kennywood would probably get a three <laughs> because there was no like holiday merch. There the, was the mug. There was, there was, they have the mug. And then they also had holiday lights, t-shirts in the gift shops that were not part of the 75% off. Of course not. Um, but they did have holiday light shirts. They did have jackrabbit shirts that were winter themed. Oh, that's cool. There was one across from the jackrabbit in that store mm -hmm. that's next to the refreshment stand. Yes, they they had some. Oh, it's just, it wasn't hugely advertised. You would think that it would be out, like the booths by the racer and all that that had the merch. Yeah. It was not like that's where you think you would have your right. holiday merch. No, this stuff was hidden in the stores. Yeah, but they did have some. Yeah. Yes, so, we should add a merch. Yeah, we'll add a merch for next season. We'll add a merch category. But at the end of this, we get to a 54, 52, and 54 for a total score of 160. When we average that out, the total score for Kennywood is a 53.3333. Out of? 100. Out of 100? Yeah. So, but room for improvement. Yes, that's yes. not bad. I think... Um, so that was a 53. Let's look real quick what our other park ratings were like this year. Well, you can't – they're different categories. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a different animal. I mean, they're similar but different. But just for comparison's sake, um, Cedar Point, when we went, Kennywood gets a 53. Cedar Point got a 73. Um, and Cedar Point ain't got no shade. Mm. No. Yeah. Um, no shade. Yeah. No shade. Mm -mm. Yeah. So, well, let we can start comparing it whenever we do. Eighty-three point three. We can compare it whenever we do whatever's next. Dollywood. <laughs> Apples to oranges. So it's basically whatever he says, yeah. <laughs> because not man one of us was there except for him. We'll just be sipping our drinks of the week, and it's kind of the Brian show. We'll, we'll play Mario. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll finish the Lego set. No, that'll be done. Yeah, that, that'll I'll be, be on my next one. That I have. So, all right. Well, we always like to kind of wrap up every episode with um, some nostalgia. 
but this isn't really nostalgia. It's kind of an opinion. So what amusement or theme park ride has the best seasonal overlay? I, I kind of have two minds about this. I've I've never experienced any of the Disney overlays. I've seen the videos numerous times. Low light, bright light, you know, every, every HD, 4K 4K, cinema. Exactly. <laughs> Streamed them all because that's what I do. 60 frames per second. It, but, but I've never actually written them. So of the things I have written at least numerous times, I really like the way Busch Gardens Williamsburg does their train. I think it's really nicely done. The music is kind of synced up. The lights are well done. It's a fun experience. Now, if I were to pick one from the Disney canon that I haven't done, I kind of pick the oddball living with the land one because it's oddball. It's a little strange. The wrapping lights are on hydroponic corn, and I kind of appreciate that. What about you, Tim? Gatekeeper. doesn't have a seasonal overlay. That's my favorite. <laughs> it have a seasonal overlay. Yeah, wait. <laughs> I, I, I would say Disneyland's Haunted Mansion. Yeah. I mean, that's like the most popular. That does the... the Nightmare Before Christmas complete overlay. I would say that. Haven't ridden it, but seen from every possible 4K, I've, I've seen the, the, the 360 horizon leveled version. Um, I, I would go with that probably. Yep. So for me, it was up to a couple things, but I finally decided um, it's going to sound really weird. And really... The ocean motion. No. The super Himalaya. <laughs> um, I really, really, really love the overlay that Disney does on the teacups. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was so damn dramatic. And if that was going to be your serious answer. No, okay. However, I will comment for the holiday for the special events they do bring out like moving lights and like a cool lighting show that they should have all year round on the teacups they disco it yeah it's a disco it's lighting. actually really cool it's really cool big disco no my um good day disney world <laughs> no i think um i would agree with you that the overlay on the haunted mansion at disneyland i mean i've I've done the jungle, the jingle cruise at Disney. I've actually done that before. You play the loop. It's not really different enough. Like it's it's another it's another overlay where they bought hats in bulk from Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I agree with Chris. Like I do love Bush Gardens train at Christmas. Mm -hmm. Like that is so cool. I like it. I liked it more when they did a haunted train. Mm -hmm. Like that was a lot of fun. But... I'm looking forward to the flight of cheer. I don't even know what they're going to do. but Probably nothing. So don't the lights, put Christmas lights the on lights the UFO. The building are going to be red and green. Yeah. Instead so of purple and... exchange for you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was a low blow. He already made the joke earlier in the oh, podcast. Do I bring up your disability? When it can get us better parking, you do. <laughs> that is true, touche. <laughs> And you don't. Oh, he's just as bad. Like yeah. he's worse. We used it. We used it at the liquor store. Today. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That's Why? lots of mess. So I'm glad we had it. Anyway, that about wraps up today. Well, but, 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 there you have it. But before you wrap up this segment, more parks should do seasonal overlays yes. to their rides. There are plenty of parks with dark rides or rides in general that they could do that. Even and, small touches like for Bolton at Bush Gardens yeah. at Halloween and Christmas, they changed the pre-show video to have a pumpkin or a tree. Mm -hmm. Like it, little things like that. That's actually in the video. It's not like Mystic Timbers could be Santa slaying the reindeer, and then the shed. Mystic is... Timbers, wait till you. See. I can't. What's wait to in see the shed? Actually, do. Krampus needs to be in the shed. Mystic, I have not. I would say Santa's yet. workshop, like. I, Krampus. I still think the damn shed should be the goddamn beginning. It should actually be the lift hill is the shed. 
and you're escaping. Yes. Because it's an entire ride. Woo! And then it's, oh, here comes the scary part. No. Be the scary part and you try to get away from it. So they should have made the transfer track at the beginning, dispatched you, and then you wait, and then you go. You could have done the transfer track at the end and had a different thing. But then your lift hill could have been your shed with all your stuff. Well, that's a, we could talk about this a whole nother other oh, we again, got But again, we'll see. So many rides have the possibility for seasonal theming, not just Christmas, even Halloween. More parks should do it. It doesn't take much. True. Well, that wraps up our uh, review and trip to Kennywood's Holiday Lights event. Next week, we're going to talk about Dollywood's Gold Smoky Christmas. Smoky Mountain Old Christmas. Smoky Mountain Christmas. Not Old Smoky. <laughs> no, Just not Old cover Smoky. With cheese. On top of Old Smoky, no. Smoky um, Mountain Christmas. So join us as Brian tells tells us all about his trip. <laughs> yes. So Brian is gonna it's gonna be the Brian show, and then after that we have Kings Island, which we're going to next weekend. Yeah. Um, and then after that, Bush Gardens, and then we are in Christmas, and then it is the best of 2021. Um, check us out on our website zerogadventures.com. All of our socials, including the new TikTok at Zero G Adventures, and. We'll be back next week. Buy some merch. Right on. Word. <laughs>